listeners, it's Jenny. I want to tell you about a new podcast you should be listening to. Conversations with People Who Hate Me from the TED Audio Collective. What happens when people who've clashed in the past have a conversation? Host Dylan Marin is an expert in tough conversations. He's called up his own haters and online trolls to find the humanity on the other side of the screen. On this new season, Dylan explores how we can find common ground through conversations between people who think they see the world differently. On this season, hear from a survivor of conversion therapy and the man who ran the so-called gay clinic, a mother and her trans son, a person turned meme and online troll, and more. Part therapy, part confessional, it's a podcast about talking it out to understand each other. Find Conversations with People Who Hate Me wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm environmental activist Erin Brockovich. This is Womanica. This month, we're highlighting eco-warriors, women fighting for conservation and ecological justice. Today, we're talking about a pioneering advocate for environmental and Native rights. Please welcome Grace Thorpe. Grace was born in Yale, Oklahoma on December 10th, 1921. Her father, Jim Thorpe, was a world famous Olympic athlete and a member of the Sac and Fox tribe. Her mother, Iva Miller, was Cherokee. At birth, Grace was also given a native name inspired by her great grandmother, No no qua, which means the power of the wind before a storm. Two years after Grace's birth, her parents divorced. Jim moved to California to pursue film, while Iva worked multiple jobs to support Grace and her three siblings. When the U.S. entered World War II, Grace joined the Women's Army Auxiliary Corps and rose through to the rank of corporal. She was sent to the Philippines, Japan, and New Guinea as a recruiter. While she was stationed in New Guinea, she met Lieutenant Fred W. Seeley. In 1945, Grace was honorably discharged, and a year later, she and Fred were married. They welcomed two children, Dagmar and Paul. But by 1950, Grace and Fred had separated. Grace returned to the United States with her two children and settled in Pearl River, New York. She worked multiple jobs to support them, just like her own mother had for her and her siblings. In the mid-1960s, tragedy struck. Her teenage son died in a car crash. Grieving and seeking change, Grace relocated to Arizona, where she was able to connect with her native roots. In 1969 and 1970, Grace joined the 19-month-long occupation of Alcatraz Island in San Francisco Bay. The group 
known as the Indians of all tribes, was leading what Grace later called the most important event in the Indian movement to date. Under the Treaty of Fort Laramie between the U.S. and the Lakota tribe, all retired, abandoned, or out-of-use federal land was to be returned to the tribes who originally lived there. Since Alcatraz Penitentiary closed in 1963, the activists claimed it should be returned to Native Americans. Grace wrote press releases and acted as negotiator between activists and the federal government. The occupation garnered national media attention and celebrities like Jane Fonda and Marlon Brando spoke up in support of the native activists. In the end, the protesters were forcibly removed from Alcatraz and sovereignty of the island was not restored to native tribes. However, the occupation represented a watershed moment for indigenous activism. Grace's advocacy didn't stop there. Grace served as the Economic Development Conference Coordinator for the National Congress of American Indians in 1968 and 1969. In this role, she pushed for factories to relocate to native land to create more economic opportunities for native workers. In 1971, she co-founded the National Indian Women's Action Corps. When explaining the mission of the group, Grace said, we Indian women decided to start beating the drum for ourselves. We want all Indian women who want to be active to join us in finding solutions to our problems. In 1992, Grace's activism turned to an issue close to home. The Sac and Fox tribe had accepted a $100,000 federal grant to study the temporary storage of radioactive waste on tribal land. The tribe and 16 others accepted the grant, believing the money would alleviate high unemployment rates. Grace worried about how the nuclear waste would affect the tribes. She researched the hazards and set out to convince her tribe to withdraw from the study. In 1993, Grace helped found and served as president of the National Environmental Coalition of Native Americans. She traveled around the country educating tribes about the dangers of nuclear waste. Grace successfully convinced the Sac and Fox tribe to withdraw from the nuclear waste program. Eleven other tribes soon followed. Grace continued her activism until she passed away from heart disease in 2008. She was 86 years old. All month, we're highlighting eco-warriors. For more information, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womatica Podcast. Thank you to co-creators Ginny and Liz Kaplan for having me host this week. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>